Welcome to Made It Happen podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Hapling. Made It Happen is a podcast series highlighting female founders who took a chance and launched their own business. Through interviews with female entrepreneurs, Made It Happen is dedicated to inspiring others through stories of those who have experienced going out on their own firsthand, discussing all the highs and the lows. It can be easy to see the glamorous side of starting your own business to the internet and social media, but what does it really take behind the scenes to launch and run your own successful business? This episode is proudly sponsored by WeTech Alliance in partnership with Rise Windsor Essex. WeTech Alliance provides Windsor Essex and Chatham Kent tech and tech enabled entrepreneurs and companies with business services, training, mentorship, and strategic connections to help bring new ideas to market, scale to the next level, and build a dynamic culture and a community of innovation. WeTech Alliance has served as the catalyst for technology and innovation in the Windsor Essex and Chatham Kent regions since 2011. Visit them at www.wetechalliance.com or connect with them on all social media platforms at, at WeTech Alliance. Let's hear how these inspiring female founders made it happen. So today I'm here with Emily Johnson, the founder and creative director of Stronger You Senior Fitness. Emily, thank you so much for joining me here today. Hi, Sarah. Thanks for having me. Yes, of course. So how about we start off with having you just introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about your business. Sure. Yeah. So my name is Emily Johnson and I'm the founder of Stronger You Senior Fitness. I grew up in the Windsor-Essex area and uh, super excited to, to be back. I moved out to Calgary for a few years and just returned. And for the last two years now, nearly, I've been uh, creating my baby, Stronger You Senior Fitness. And what we are is a fitness education company. So we work to empower recreation, fitness and wellness professionals and senior serving organizations like retirement communities and long-term care homes to deliver exceptional senior fitness experiences. Amazing. And do you want to sort of tell us a little bit about starting this company up? You know, where did the idea come from and how did it first, you know, get started in the beginning? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, it honestly all started on a Saturday afternoon. I had just finished reading uh, Rachel Hollis's Girl, Wash Your Face. I don't know if you're familiar with the book or, or her books. Mm-hmm. And was just feeling super pumped up as anyone does who, who's listened to or read Rachel Hollis's books. And uh, was just thinking that I had had this idea in my mind for years about creating a senior fitness program that was for fitness and recreation professionals where they would receive ongoing class content that they can learn and teach exactly as outlined. And for many years, as this this idea was in my head, I had thought that I would be a regional or a national manager of recreation at a retirement community company. And, uh, you know, my chance to to be in that role wasn't coming along. And just through reading that book, I think I came to the realization that I don't need to wait for some company to give me the chance to start my dream, do do what I think the world needs, uh, that I could just do it on my own. So uh, essentially that Saturday, uh, you know, nothing better to do than watch TV. I decided that I was going to start tinkering away at Stronger You Senior Fitness, creating the course, creating the materials. Um, It was almost like a hobby. I just did it evenings and weekends uh, until it was finally something that was ready to put out into the world. 
Amazing. Well, I definitely love that. I've read her book as well. And so it definitely gives you that, you know, motivation to get started. So, um, and then once you, you know, you realize that it was ready to get out in the world, what were sort of your first steps there in getting, I mean, you've gone international now. Um, so a little bit about, you know, once you actually launched the business there. Yeah. Like I said, I, I just took my time. I had nothing, no outward sources cost, you know, putting pressure on me to like create this thing. So I just took my time, had fun with it, basically pulled out the years and years of knowledge that was in my head. Uh, and then I actually got an email that uh, AgeWell, which is a uh, an innovation group uh, who focuses on technology for uh, aging solutions. And uh, it was a competition. It was a pitch competition. It was their national impact challenge. And it was almost almost like a sign and or maybe some sort of outward kind of pressure saying, okay, you've been taking your time on this, but the world needs it. So, uh, you know, here's a deadline. And as, as part of that, I had to incorporate and I had to create a website. Um, so those that con contest was really what pushed me to make it almost something real versus just a hobby I was working on. Um, and so once I knew that uh, I actually was selected as a finalist, that was crazy running around my house with this email. Oh my gosh, oh my gosh, I'm a finalist. And it all became real. So I, I had to get it all together. Uh, that contest was in July, but I didn't end up launching the actual course until September. Uh, yeah, so it basically just, you know, started to make things together. Uh, I started to get people on board to take a look at it. I had brought on an early adopter group who went through the course prior to the launch. And uh, yeah, essentially Googled and started putting one foot kind of in front of the other. I love that. And, you know, you, you talked about there too, a lot about sort of that technology aspect of the business, and it definitely plays such a huge, important part for it. So can you want to tell us a little bit about that side of it? And then, you know, how it sort of evolved over the, since your business started as well? Yeah, yeah. So when I created Stronger You, I, I built it based off the pain points that I was seeing out there in sort of the senior fitness instructor education sector. And one thing I knew right away was I wanted it to be an online course, uh, because the world is full of two day in person courses. <laughs> well, not anymore. But at the time, it was full of in person two day courses. And I saw a few problems with that, uh, especially with with the population that I serve, which is recreation professionals. Um, they're really busy at work, and they don't have time to get away for two days. Um, or their boss won't let them get away for two days. Um, I had encountered before where, you know, a course I wanted to take wasn't being offered in the city where I was at. Um, so I didn't want that to be a barrier. Uh, and then I also looked at people who lived in remote areas, uh, you know, especially in Canada, we have people who live in remote areas who want to offer quality programming to their residents, but they can't get away and it's too far too expensive to get away. Uh, so I definitely knew right away that I wanted it to be an online course that allowed people to go at their own pace. Like that's the beauty of technology and, and all these online courses now is you don't have to, you know, go at the pace of an instructor at the front of the room. You can you can take it step by step, uh, and and that did serve us very very well when it came to COVID and you know being one of the only online courses while the rest were in person, having to to figure out how to move online. Uh, that that served us very well because people were able to continue to take our course um, when everything shut down. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a great point. You're kind of one step ahead of the game on that part. So that was definitely a bonus. Um, yeah. And we, we did talk about a little bit, but can you tell us a bit more about, you know, when you made that decision to expand internationally with your business? And, you know, how did you go about doing this and sort of some of those considerations that are in place when you do make that, you know, expansion with your business? Yeah, you know, expansion kind of just started to happen naturally, to be honest. You know, I'm very lucky in that respect uh, because we are the only 
course for instructors globally that offers that 30 minutes of ongoing class content. Uh, a lot of times people Google and they're looking for what we offer and they come across us, which is, you know, the best, most wonderful thing to happen for any business is to just be found organically on Google. And uh, so it just started to happen where people from the United States, from Australia, from New Zealand would reach out and say, hey, can I take this course where I'm at? Um, so essentially at that point, it was just more of a, again, going to my good old friend Google and seeing, you know, what were the, the restrictions or the regulations in place where they were. Um, from that Google search, it told me that, yep, it, you know, for the most part, there are no regulations in place, which, you know is a whole other conversation. There probably should be more regulations in place in regard to senior fitness, but um, you know, there, there's not. So uh, it was mostly me just ensuring that they know that wherever you get hired, it, you know, it'll be up to that organization to tell you whether or not they accept the fact that you have a stronger use uh, certificate. But yeah, we it's been a lot of fun to grow internationally and to work with organizations internationally. Um, I, I definitely recommend it uh, to, to, to reach out. And of course, it just depends on, on what your offering is, of course. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's, that's a great point. And, you know, with that too, making that step could be definitely a challenge in some ways. Has there been sort of a big challenge that you've really had to overcome when you were starting up your business or even since it's launched now um, that you'd like to share? Yeah, I think the big challenge is, this probably goes for every new entrepreneur is, is kind of balancing this this startup that you have and, and most people working a full-time job um, and, and doing the both. Uh, most people don't just have a great idea and quit their job and then just go after it. Um, if anyone out there has done that, you know, congratulations to you. That's not, you know, the usual path. Uh, so for me, it was, you know, over nearly a year and a half of, of balancing my full-time job, which was quite busy. I, I traveled across Canada as my work, um, supporting all of my retirement communities. And so I built this, this company, you know, 5 a.m. in the office center of a hotel. Uh, I didn't have my own personal laptop. And because, you know, it could have bordered on conflict of interest if I used my, my company laptop, you know, I, I got down there to the grimy hotel lap, you know, computer, you know, wiped it off, worked for a few hours, got ready, did my day job, and then kind of same thing, came home, had my dinner and, and went back to work. So, um, you know, the think the biggest barrier was balancing the time, basically giving up my my entire existence other than working on a, a business that I loved for, for a year and a half. And, and lucky, my husband is just super supportive and, and was happy to allow me to do that. But I think that's been the biggest barrier is um, being you know, luckily so passionate that all the time I was spending didn't really feel like work and, and allowed me to get to the point where now I just do focus on Stronger You full time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think I think a lot of entrepreneurs can relate to that, especially, you know, the, the side hustle they say is having yeah. that with the full time job and sort of managing that. And when did you know you were sort of at that point that you were ready to take that full time? Yeah, you know, for everyone, it's going to be different. For me, it, it wasn't a financial point at, at that time. It wasn't because the, the the company was bringing in enough money to support me, but it was that I had enough money now personally to support uh, myself until the business could support me. Uh, so that was part of it, knowing that financially I had a nest egg that could, you know, continue to help me pay my bills. Uh, and then also seeing kind of that tipping point in the business. Uh, so, you know, with, with COVID-19 and the pandemic, the retirement communities 
who and long-term care homes that I work with, they were some of the hardest hit. And uh, when I first launched Stronger You and I talked to all of these organizations, they were so excited about Stronger You. And when March hit, it was radio silence. <laughs> so, you know, that obviously would not have been a good time to go full-time with Stronger You when it's it's hard to get a meeting, it's hard to move anywhere. But then we we came into the summertime when things started to to get moving again, cases were low, people were saying, hey, yes, our, our residents really need this because it's it's been eight months at that time of, you know, staying in their suites and we need them to, to get active. Uh, so, so that was a good um, upward trajectory. Uh, and then it was a tipping point in the fall where I... I was doing my full-time job still, but I saw that there was more need and more good I could do through Stronger You. And, and like I said, I, I had the financial means to, to say, okay, this is something that I logically can do at this point uh, and decided to jump in. And yeah, it was scary. <laughs> yes, definitely. Well, I mean, it, and it's definitely worked out though. And that is a big you know, success moment is making that transition. And has there been any other sort of big highlights from running your business or you know, your favorite part in that sense um, that you'd like to share? Yeah, there's been so many highlights. Like, you know, just even when I first got that email, I said I was running around the house because I was finalist at AgeWell and then I was a finalist at Aging 2.0. Like, you know, all of these big accolades when when you're putting something out into the world and you have no clue how people are going to respond, but you feel like this is a problem and, and you've got the solution to it. Uh, it's amazing when you get that really positive feedback and people saying like, yes, this is a, a solution that the world needs. So uh, that's just incredible. Um, the feedback feedback we get from our instructors, like that just truly, truly keeps me going. Um, our, our course gets an average score of a nine out of 10 at the end when people are, are giving their feedback and, and a 10 out of 10 is the most commonly awarded score. Uh, so, you know, the point of having a survey is, is especially as a new company, is you're trying to look for ways to improve. And so when I keep getting these like most beautiful comments, you know, the, the best compliments ever, uh, like that's just amazing to know that I wanted to solve a problem and it, it seems like it's working. <laughs> mm -hmm, absolutely. Well, I love that. And especially the messaging and sort of the purpose behind the business, I think is so important. And we talked a little bit too about, you know, people were Googling the business and then that's how they would find you. Was there any sort of other ways that you've been marketing your business and that's led to sort of that growth? Yeah, you know, for us, um, being in the senior living and fitness industry, uh, conferences are are the main way that we spread the message. Uh, so going to senior living conferences, going to uh, fitness conferences, uh, exhibiting, uh, that's been a whole change in itself. We went to, I think, two or three in-person conferences and the rest have all been virtual. And, and obviously, all the organizations are figuring that piece of it out. Uh, but we have had quite uh, a lot of success virtually um, at the conferences, still getting good engagement, teaching sample classes, meeting with people and, and, uh, and that sort of thing. Um, I, as well, education is really important to me. Um, so it's not a direct form of marketing, but I do do a lot of webinars and uh, conference presentations and, and things like that. So if they're not even going to become a Stronger You instructor, we can still give them a little bit of education and, and help them to, to improve their fitness classes. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. That that definitely makes sense. And um, sort of leads into my next question too, with that is, I always love to ask the guests, you know, if there was one piece of advice that you'd give someone starting a business, or maybe something you wish you had known when you were first starting out, uh, what would that be? 
Yeah, definitely. I, I always tell anyone I ever talk to that's looking for advice if they're starting out is that be passionate about what you're doing. <laughs> totally be passionate about it because there's no way I could have got the business to where I was without like that unwavering passion and belief for it. Um, because you want a weekend, you want an evening, you want not to be working full time around the clock. Um, so if you don't have that passion for it, then, you know, it, it's going to be very frustrating and, and you're probably not going to have the success you want to have. Um, an example of that is sometimes I see companies, you know, they're a tech company, they want to be tech based and they see a problem. They think, OK, we're going to just fix that problem. But, the, you know, maybe they don't know much about the end user or, um, you know, the way that product's going to be used. Uh, and I would say, you know, it, it's a long, hard struggle just to fix something that that maybe you're not passionate about. Um, you know, if you if you do find yourself in that spot, I would just say definitely talk to your end user because um, because that was was me is I made it all about the instructors. And wanting their feedback, having our earlier early adopters tell us about, um, you know, how we can improve the course, uh, and just always striving to have have your customer in mind. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, I think that's such a great piece of advice, and you know, something that a lot of people can definitely relate to. And I think finding that passion is so important because, like you said, it's going to be a lot of work and a lot of time. So it, you want to be, you know, you want to really love what you're doing. Um, and you know, you have a lot going on with your business now. And is there sort of future plans coming up for it that you'd like to share? Yeah. Um, so, you know, Sarah has mentioned, you've mentioned that uh, this will probably go in a couple of weeks. So when this does go live, we're going to be right in the midst of our hashtag move like a senior event. Uh, so for anyone who's listening to this, you definitely need to head over to the Stronger You Senior Fitness website. And we're doing this great celebration for Seniors Month, uh, where we're having our community partners who work in retirement communities, long-term care homes, they're submitting a 15-second video, and their their participants might be dancing or exercising or doing something physical. And what we're hoping to do this month is really put a, a spotlight on the positivity of aging and, and kind of crushing those negative stereotypes of, you know, maybe some of us have in our mind of what it means to, to move or, or look like a senior. So these contestants, they've put together amazing videos. Their videos are going to go head to head and you vote for your favorite. Uh, So yeah, very, very excited about that initiative. I absolutely love that. I'm so excited to see and where can people go to find all of that information as well as your website, um, how to get involved, all of that. Yeah. Yeah. So visit us at strongerufseniorfitness.com. It's stronger with the letter U, uh, seniorfitness.com. And then also follow us on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. Uh, We're active on our social accounts. Uh, We have a newsletter if you'd like to subscribe. Uh, We're always just trying to give valuable content uh, to our instructors. Amazing. Well, thank you so much, Emily, for joining me here today and sharing all this information about your business. And I'm so excited to see everything that's to come up. So thank you so much. Thanks, Sarah. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. And thank you to our sponsors, WeTech Alliance and Rise Windsor Essex. Be sure to visit them at www.wetechalliance.com or connect with them on all social media platforms at WeTechAlliance and at risewindsoressex.com. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode, leave a review, and we'll see you next week.